the World Series is set. What can the Kansas City Royals learn from this World Series matchup? Salvador Perez is a Silver Slugger nominee. And also, we have our MLB insider, former Major League Baseball player Gordon Beckham's thoughts on the World Series and on everyone's favorite subject, sign stealing. So much more to get into on today's Lockdown Royals on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Lockdown Royals podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles, but the show is on Twitter at Locked On Royals. On today's show, brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast Network, which is going to be your first listen every single morning. We're here for you every single day talking Royals baseball and also around the network. Here's what we got. Lockdown Chiefs is a daily podcast about the Chiefs. What on earth, I mean, seriously, what on earth is happening to the Kansas City Chiefs? You can find out the answers, how they need to be improved, what it takes to get improved, all of that and more on the Locked On Chiefs podcast. So go check that out. Also, we have the Locked On MLB podcast, which gives you the national perspective on Major League Baseball. So, Things like the World Series, which has a World Series preview up right now, which is an episode with the Locked On Baseball podcast host, Paul Francis Sullivan, though you can just call him Sully, and the hosts of the two World Series teams. So, Locked On Astros, which you can listen to throughout the ride of the World Series, hosted by Brent Chancey and, of course, Eric Heisman, And then the Locked On Braves podcast is also a part of this preview as well. That's clearly obvious as the World Series is here. And that's our matchup. We're going to hear today from Gordon Beckham about the Braves and the Astros. But what interests me the most in all of this is the Braves. I think that the Braves have an interesting story that I wonder if there's anything to learn from. And I think that this is a case where there's not really a right or a wrong answer. It's a matter of your your personal philosophy on this. And so I want to hear from Gordon Beckham from a major league perspective and then talk about it on both sides, the both sides of the coin, then let you decide what you think. Let's talk about how the Braves built this team starting out with Gordon Beckham, former Major League Baseball player. So, Gordon, the Braves won 88 games this season, and you just listed a lot of reasons that they were probably better in the postseason than they were in the regular season. Do you just believe that when you make some changes to the lineup, when your pitching's doing really well, that it provides a spark or was something done drastically different when it comes to coaching? No, I, I think I think Snit uh, did a good job of not 
mm-hmm. not going crazy. I mean, because they right. really had a kind of an up and down first half and nobody in the NL East was really uh, taking the ball and running with it. So mm-hmm. um, he just hung in there. It was just kind of a battle of uh, battle of will to stay in the hunt. And because they just were not, they were not fun to watch. They weren't a great team early on, but then all of a sudden they just kind of kept uh, just slow momentum, slow, you know, slowly getting a little bit better every day. And, and by, I mean, their infielders, I mean, all of them had monster years, big homer years, um, hit, hit a lot of RBIs, you know, drove in a lot of RBIs. I mean, they were just a really special group uh, that ended up coming out of uh, what people thought was just going to be a, a throwaway year for the Braves. So um, it's, it's impressive to see what they've done. Um, and I don't think that I think they're going to be a formidable op- opponent. And I know we're going to talk more about it, but um, they, they are trending in the right direction. We talk a lot about momentum. They are. They have the momentum. Freddie Freeman with a huge blast tonight to get him over the top against a uh, probably the best closer in the league and, and Josh Hader. So um, it was a, a a fun game to watch. And uh, as a kind of a closet Braves fan growing up in Atlanta, it was uh, it was good to see them advance. So a lot to get into from this topic of the Braves and what they've accomplished this year. Um, of course, the Braves are a year removed from blowing a, from blowing a three zero lead to the Dodgers. And then now this year they close it out and go to the World Series. It's not like the Braves are some uh, out-of-the-ordinary team. I should say it's not like the Braves are kind of the out-of-nowhere team uh, in terms of expectation level coming into the year. Coming into the year, they expected to be good. And then they got to a really, really, really bad start, like a really bad start. And injuries happen when they lose Acuna Jr. And, you know, the team, as, as Gordon talked about there, could have folded. You know, they could have just gave up so to say, Uh, or not put together great at bats. We're not doing the little things that you need to do to win baseball games and not chip away. It can look too daunting. It's how you stop or start losing streaks. I mean, think about this Royal season. If you only have that great month and then you have a bunch of mediocre months instead of a great month and an astronomically terrible couple of months and then another good month, and then another astronomically terrible month, and then a mediocre month, and then you know, if you can kind of level this out somewhere and chip away when things go bad instead of trying to get it all back at one time and then letting that kind of, kind of spiral and get worse and worse and worse, you think about the, di- the dynamics in that of getting momentum any way you can, chipping away and staying grounded with that. But it's also a larger scale point in the clubhouse itself of them you know, always staying upbeat, Maybe not the word for it is upbeat, but maybe it's um, you're always staying uh, daily and always staying in the moment of sure we're 10 games out, five games out, seven games out. Doesn't really matter. What matters is today, how am I going to put together a good at bat? How am I going to put together a win in this game specifically? So more than that, it goes to the GM's office. And this is where I think that the conversations are very interesting. The GM office of them electing to buy at the deadline and not sell as people thought that they should. We're going to get to that coming up. But first, right now, I want to say about our good friends over at DirecTV. DirecTV stream is incredible. Does this sound familiar to you? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live. Another device lets you catch the game uh, on your devices, on your streams, with your favorite shows, your favorite movies. You've got devices for everything. And you're watching sport highlights on your phone. You've got so many devices, your head's spinning. And you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for all the good stuff. So you've got to kind of leech off of them as well. What if I told you about a simpler way to get your entertainment that you love without the hassle. The great way is finally here, and it's an ability to get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. And it brings your live TV 
plus on-demand favorites together like never before. You can watch favorite shows, movies, and sports all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again. The best part is there's no annual contracts. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with directtvstream.com. That's directtv.com, directtv.com, and then search up directtvstream off directtv.com. Listen, folks, I know it's not a problem right now, but here in a couple months, believe it or not, it's only a couple months away, it'll be time again for spring training. It'll be time again for Royals baseball. And you're going to be asking yourself, how can I watch Bali Sports Kansas City? How can I find the Royals games? You'll be asking yourself how to do those things. And let me tell you how. Because a lot of you are cord cutters. A lot of you are streamers. And the Bali Sports KC is not on YouTube. It's not on Hulu. It's only, streaming-wise, I think, on DirecTV Stream. If you go to DirecTV Stream with the choice package, you can get Bali Sports and watch your Royals. So go ahead and do that. Content varies by package. Compatible devices required. We are back on the Locked On Royals podcast on Locked On Podcast Network. Now, let's see what you think about this construction of the Braves. So the Braves deadline, remember the deadline was a crazy place. It was a crazy wild place, the trade deadline this year. Max Scherzer was traded like five times and then eventually goes to the Dodgers. And the Dodgers get not only Max Scherzer, but also Trey Turner and still lose in the CS. Now the Braves made the first trade to get Jock Peterson. I believe it was the first trade of the entire deadline period. And it was scoffed at. And then he helped them win a couple games. And then they went and got Rosario. And then they went and made some moves in the margins to where people were wondering, why are the Braves not selling? Why are they buying? They're behind the division. They're, they look like they're going to be dead to right in this division because of their injury to Acuna and, and the injuries to uh, uh, the, the pitcher, who I, I can't remember his name, Max Freed, I believe, is the pitcher that got hurt. You know, they look like they're dead to rights. Why are they buying? Why are they not just punting on the year? Because in baseball, we've gotten so accustomed and so used to not trying. Remember this offseason, this past offseason, whenever Dayton Moore and the Kansas City Royals, on this podcast, you know, you guys always say on negative this podcast, on this podcast and everywhere else, Dayton Moore was just applauded, given a standing ovation for simply signing Carlos Santana and Michael A. Taylor. Those tiny, 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 tiny upgrades were earth-shattering news around baseball. That's how accustomed to not trying we've gotten in this sport. That's how used to owners and front offices not wanting to go for it we've gotten to where that's jaw-dropping that the Royals would sign Carlos Santana and Michael A. Taylor. So you can see how perplexing it was when the Braves went for the deadline and didn't just give up and fold after their, after a key injury and, and two key injuries. And, and being behind in the standings at the deadline. But they went for it. And it's like I've always said. And it's why expanding the postseason will be 
uh, a magical thing for the drama of baseball. Baseball is unpredictable. And if you need any evidence of that, you can look to your own city for the two playoff runs in my lifetime in Kansas City of how wild and wacky and unpredictable and, and, and how much it shouldn't have even happened, right? You reset those moments, those key moments, those, those key moments of the fabric of your fandom. What, what holds you together as a baseball fan, what keeps you clinging to the Royals fandom and not giving up and not bailing and not you know, being apathetic or not caring anymore is those key moments. It, are those comebacks. You replay those comebacks nine times out of ten, it does not go Kansas City's way. But baseball's random. Baseball's random. So all you got to do is get into the dance. And so credit to the Braves for realizing that their that their division was not a juggernaut division and that all they had to do was get into the dance because now they're getting the reward of having a World Series in a city that is now on fire again for baseball and is going to pack that house and all the benefits for your community that happens whenever you go to the World Series, much less having a real chance to win the World Series. So you can take this point and it be a rallying cry for why every team every year should try to improve their roster and why every team every year should go for it because you're a couple bounces away from being in the World Series or you can rule this as an outlier and say it's better to be you know, kind of calculated and to be more um, conservative whenever you go for it versus just willy-nilly buying in on teams that you know likely aren't good enough. Because the, the thing here is, had the Braves not gone for it, I don't believe anybody would have, would have been up in arms nationally. Nobody would, have, nobody would have called them cowards or said it was so totally wrong. They'd say, yeah, we understand you know, a couple bad injuries and the season so far is not going your way. Sell off a piece or two and, and you kind of move on. And you try again next year. Try again next year has been the overarching feeling around baseball. From small market teams to the dang Chicago Cubs. It's been that way for a long, long time. And the Braves bucked that trend and and they become a team who is now four wins away from World Series. And we'll get to celebrate winning the NL for the next calendar year. All because they made basic moves on the margin. They trade for Solaire. They trade for Rosario. They trade for... Jock Peterson. They give up a total of like one guy you've ever heard of to get all those players. From. And, and, and one guy you've heard of might be generous. It might be zero guys you've ever heard of. And they got back three guys who made a pretty big impression and a pretty big and important role of their run and of their season. And I do not begrudge the Royals for trading Jorge Soler. That's not what this is about. But it's about... Even the simplest things of, hey, this guy's had success before. He's having a bad year this year. Let's trade some no-name prospect that they don't think will work out and we don't think will work out, but they just want to move off of, of their guy that's, that's sucking already. And let's see if he can turn it around. And lo and behold, he did. Now, it easily could have happened where Solaire does not turn around and Rosario does not turn around and you know Peterson does not have a fantastic end of the season. It could have easily gone the other way. But they gave themselves the shot. And so the question becomes, do you want to give yourself the shot every year 
And you're likely going to be wrong more often than you're right. But when you're right, it's a big hitter. Or do you keep punting? It kind of goes back to, I would imagine your your opinion on this would mirror what your opinion is whenever you whenever you think of fourth down decisions, right? Do you want to just punt, 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 keep rebuilding, keep rebuilding, not yet, not yet, not yet. We're okay with being fourth. We're okay with being fifth. Not yet, not yet, not yet. Or do you want to say, we're going to go for it. We're going to go for it, go for it, go for it. If we get stopped, who cares? We'll just try again, try again, try again. Because the Royals were bad my entire life. My entire life. And they had the best farm system in baseball. So historic that they would sell out AAA stadiums when they'd come to Oklahoma City. And I'm sure other places as well that you guys can attest to. Whenever Haas and Moose and all those guys were first prospects. Right? So, a historic minor league you know, farm system. Historic. Up until these Rays have now topped them. And for all of that... For all that waiting, all that compiling of prospects, all that building, there was two playoff runs. Two. Now, they made the most of them, right? They made the most of those two. It ends up being two World Series runs and one World Series win. But it's not like in a small market, there's a true blueprint of building something that lasts 10 years of a postseason run or five or four years straight of the playoffs besides the rare occurrences like Houston going all in and Tampa Bay just being smarter than anybody else. But even Houston made those big trades, boom, 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 year in and year out. And they paid their guys and they did all those things. And they're not specifically a small market in general, but I think that in the scheme of baseball, they're not exactly viewed as a huge market. It's it's interesting what the idea here should be, and I don't believe there's a right or wrong answer. I think that you can make a compelling case, and I think that if if you want to debate about this, you can make a compelling case case on either side of if you should wait it out, wait it out, and wait it out, or if you should just try every single year to improve your team and try every single year to win win a championship, because you might have the same success rate. You really might, and who knows what provides more longevity. So we'll see how that goes. But this is, of course, World Series week. And it starts World Series time right now. We'll get into that coming up. But first, right now, I want to tell you about your friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCK15. Get 15% off of your next order. That's right. 15% off of your next order. So, Built Bar has amazing flavors. Coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate brownie, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. My favorite flavor is, of course, cookies and cream. However, if you do not want to believe me, that's okay. You can order yourself yourself a mixed box. The mixed box gives you two of every flavor. You can try them all out and then reorder the flavor that you love the most. That way you're not wasting time or effort or money on flavors that you do not like because you've tried them all and you know which ones you like because you're going to like a lot of them. In fact, you're going to like all of them, I think. I mean, in general, in general, not a big mint brownie guy, but whenever Bill Bar sent me mint brownie you know, 
mint brownie built bars, they were up there with how much, with how much I like them. They were very good. They do a very, 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 very good job at built bar. So try them out today at billboard.com promo code lock 15, 15% off of your next order. We are back on Lockdown Royals Podcast, on Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Thank you for making this your first listen every single morning. For your second listen, go check out the Lockdown Prospects Podcast. Lockdown Prospects, it's hosted by Aaron Layton, and he is a prospect encyclopedia, and he goes deep into the baseball stars of tomorrow uh, on his podcast, which, of course, will have a ton of Royals coverage as well. He'll be joining the show uh, here in the near future, talking Royals farm system so you can go check it out there for his content there. And now tomorrow, we're going to preview the World Series and talk about who we think will win the World Series. We'll hear again from our Major League expert, Gordon Beckham. So that'll be a lot of fun. And later on in the week, we'll talk to Aaron Layton and we'll talk about the offseason and we'll talk about next season's expectations and things like that. I appreciate you all listening. I am very sick today, so I just had to get this podcast out. And so that's why my voice sounds like this. But hopefully my voice does not sound like this for much longer. And we'll be back to our uh, normal selves. So until tomorrow, make sure you're following Lockdown Royals on Twitter. uh, And until then, be good and be good to one another.